Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's never-forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Buck Brief. On this episode, our friend Tom Holman is with us. He was acting director of Immigration and Custom Enforcement under President Donald Trump. He now is the CEO of Border 911. Uh, doing border education programs all across the country. I think it's really the most important policy issue right now that faces us. Tom, thanks for being here. Appreciate your expertise. Uh, thanks for having me. So just put it into context. I mean, people say things like, it's the worst it has been at the border. Look at the numbers. Look at what's happening in cities because of it. When you see this, how, how do you compare what's going on under Biden to what we would expect under a more standard presidency when it comes to illegal immigration? Well, it's, not, it's like night and day. I mean, we handed this administration 
the most secure border in my lifetime. That's just not my opinion. That's based on data. Anybody can go to cbp.gov and look at the numbers. The Trump administration had illegal immigration at a 45-year low. Illegal immigration down 83 to 90%, depending on what time frame you're looking at. And this administration came in, the first president in the history of this nation, Joe Biden, and unsecured the border. I mean, I worked for six presidents, starting with Ronald Reagan. Every president, even Clinton Obama, took some steps to secure the border. No one did more than President Trump. What he did was unprecedented. But Joe Biden came in unsecured the border. So it's night and day. Now we got historic. We want the most secure border in my lifetime to historic, never seen before numbers, three years in a row. He keeps breaking his own record. First year, historic record on Joe Biden. Second year, he broke his own historic record. Third year, he broke both of those records. So it went, it went from the most secure to the most unsecure I've seen in my life. What did they do to make it that way? What are the decisions the Biden administration took so that we would have, as you said, historically the most unsecured border really in our history? You abolished every policy that we created that, that gave us the most secure border. The Remain in Mexico program was a game changer. That was the biggest uh, 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 game changer in the Trump administration because people can still claim asylum. They're going to have to wait to Mexico and not be released to the United States until the hearing. And here's why that made it such a difference. Once they realized they weren't going to be released into the United States, either don't show up in court or show up in court, get ordered removed and not leave. When they knew they weren't being released in the United States, they stopped coming. I mean, Thousands of people stopped coming, stopped, you know, uh, uh, selling everything they own, pay everything they have, every dollar they got to the cartels, to come to the United States. A lot of people get sexually assaulted. They get a very treacherous journey. They stopped coming because even they realized they don't really qualify for asylum. They just want to come, make an asylum claim, get released to the United States and, and not show up in court. And the ones that do show up in court, nine out of 10, fail. They won't get a relief from U.S. court. So remain in Mexico is a game changer. They stopped coming. The other game changer are third safe country agreements. If you're really escaping fear from, let's say, Guatemala, and you get to Mexico, have you not escaped that for persecution from your home government? Because you're not there anymore. So you should claim asylum in Mexico. Third is the Mexican, Mexican military in the northern and southern border. Mexico is actually enforcing their own immigration laws. Trump demanded that. And those three things, the Biden administration could turn all three things on tomorrow if they want to secure the border, but they choose not to. Isn't it all? I mean, there are a couple things here. One, aren't these so-called uh, asylum seekers ineligible? You mentioned this, but by passing through Mexico and not trying to get asylum there, if, if I'm fleeing, first of all, as, as, as you know better than, than anyone, Tom, they're, they're coming from Pakistan. They're coming from West Africa. They're coming from Southeast Asia, all over the world, Right. Um, but if you're fleeing violence and you get to Mexico, why not seek asylum in Mexico first? And and doesn't that then make it so that they're ineligible once they get to the States? What, what is the status of that? Well, you're exactly right. They should be claiming asylum in the first free country they come in. And that's one of the things we did. And even, uh, the Biden administration was talking about doing it. So yeah, you know, it, it, it's clear if you're really, cause persecution, just so everybody knows when you claim asylum, that means you're escaping fear and persecution from your home government because your race, religion, political affiliation, or participation in a specific social group. For instance, if you're in one of the Middle East countries and you're and you're gay, you know that, that you can be persecuted for that. So, so the, the bottom line is you, we call them asylum seekers, but people need to understand 
based on 10 years of court data, 10 years of immigration court data, nearly nine out of 10 people who claim asylum at our border will never get relief from U.S. courts because they either don't show up, they don't qualify, they'll get order removal. So if the, and that's the thing we did in the Trump administration. If really, if you really escaping fear and persecution in Indonesia, and you pass through four different countries to get here, you shouldn't claim asylum in the first three country you came to. You're exactly right. Um, now on to the issue of what happens when they don't show up in court, right? I mean, that's you, you mentioned this. Most of them don't. We know that. Is there any effort to track them down and deport them then? Because once you don't show up to your asylum hearing, aren't you deportable? As soon as you get an order removed, yeah, if you don't show up, you'll get an order in absentia. I mean, the judge says, okay, he's not here, so I want an order removed in absentia. Here's the problem. This administration, even though Alejandro Mayorkas just sit in front of Congress and say under oath, uh, for those who don't uh, qualify for asylum, they'll be immediately removed. No, they're not. ICE isn't even looking for them. I got a lot of friends in ICE, the ACA used to run. They're not even looking for them because the Department of Homeland Security told them not to look for them. Because remember, Secretary Mayorkas is on record in the ICE priorities. It's in writing telling ICE that being in the country illegally on its own isn't enough for ICE to target anybody for arrest. They have to be convicted of a serious aggravated felony or they got to be a national security threat. So even though they should be rounded up and removed, no one's looking for them under this administration. But I promise you this, under the next Trump administration, they'll be located, deported, as required by the courts. Let's. I want to talk about deportation and, and the logistics and the possibilities on that, Tom. But hold up for one second, because with the world favoring online investing, stock markets, and cryptocurrencies, it almost seems archaic to some people to look at tangible assets, real things. But you want to be ahead of the herd, not following it. Because we barely even carry cash nowadays, so why would it be a good idea to invest in something physical, right? Um, because look at history. Look at what happens. Gold and other precious metals have been a sound investment for banks, governments, businesses, and individuals for decades, for centuries even. And there are some very clear reasons why. Primary advantage of adding gold to your portfolio is its stability. Gold is also a nice hedge against inflation, meaning a good defense against your cash getting eaten up by inflation. One popular advantage of investing in gold is nobody knows you have it unless you tell them. And in the unlikely event of a massive financial crisis, you can use your gold as currency. Go to OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free to request your free information kit or to make a precious metals purchase yourself. I've done it. I've worked with Oxford Gold for years, and I've gotten my gold from them. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. Again, that's OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. Okay, Tom, so how many people could Trump, coming into office in 2025, actually deport, you think, in year one? And what would those resources and what would that program look like? Well, how many can be deported depends on, on, on a number of factors. Number one, what other resources, how many officers do we have? And will we, will we bring officers from other you know, agencies to assist? Um, also, will we have the detention beds? I mean, Congress is going to have to give us massive amounts of, of detention beds. And right now, ICE is capped at 34,000. That's nowhere, nowhere near the number of detention beds we would need. So, and, and to arrest somebody, you gotta detain them temporarily to get travel documents. What people don't understand, we just can't put a, a, a plane full of uh, Ethiopians on, a, on an airplane that's been ordered removed and just take an Ethiopian. 
there's a process we have to go through. You have to contact the country. They have to agree to accept them. Then they got to send you travel documents. And that takes, that takes you know, several days to several weeks. So we need detention uh, uh, assets. So how many detention beds we're going to have? So it all depends on the resources we're given. But I tell you this, one thing, one thing I'm going to push on the next, next administration is this. Either legislation or executive order that, that clearly says this. If after due process you've been removed, order removed by a federal judge and you don't leave, you will never qualify for another immigration benefit the rest of your life. A lot of people, if that was actually a law, if that was actually in effect, a lot of people would leave on their own. Let me tell you why. A lot of, a lot of first things they do in the gear, a lot of them have U.S. citizen kids. Those U.S. citizen kids can petition for them someday. There's also going to be work authorization, work visas. There'll be all sorts of visa programs they can qualify for that come in legally. But if you did defy court order and you, and you say you're never going to qualify for a work authorization, a visa, or any immigration benefit as long as you live, a lot of people will leave because those U.S. citizen kids someday will petition for those parents. So I think that would have a big help when people are actually leaving. Because right now, there's no penalty. You don't leave. You hide out long enough, become a fugitive, and sooner or later, we're going to give you something. Sooner or later, we're going to have an amnesty program. Or sooner or later, like the 440,000 kids who just came across the border under Biden. That's your next DACA population. Because this country has shown over and over again, if you hide out long enough, we'll give you something. So that's got to end. And we got to how do you stop options. it? I mean, you, you said you said that's got to end, Tom. How, how would you actually secure the border? How would you stop this? I, I, I'm sorry, I stepped on what you said. Uh, I said, how how would you actually stop this? How would you secure the border? If Trump brought you into a room and said, whatever resources you need, whatever personnel you want, whatever executive orders I have to sign, we're getting this thing under control and we're stopping the illegal flow. How do you do it? And catch and release immediately. No one gets released. And you return them as fast as you can return. You sign the third safe country agreements that we already show were effective. You do the Remain in Mexico program, which we've proven was effective. You continue building the wall, which we proved was effective. Where are they coming through right now? Where there's not a wall or they damage the wall. Then we've called Mexico. Mexico had to put military in the southern northern border. They have to enforce all immigration laws. Mexico law Mexico to smuggle people. It's against the law of Mexico to traffic in women and children. It's against the law of Mexico for any national or any other country to travel to Mexico without a transit visa. So, you know, we, we, they have to enforce their immigration law. Then finally, we, pe- we have several executive orders like I just discussed. But we need to stop catch and release. Right now, the whole world knows. You come to our border, and you turn yourselves into a border patrol agent, you're going to be released within 24 hours. You're going to get a free plane ticket to the city of your choice. You're going to get work authorization. You're going to get a hotel room. You're going to get three squares a day and medical attention. Who the hell wouldn't come? So that's where we need to stop. End catch and release. Put the Trump policy back in place. We're already proven they're effective. And let us finish the job. And hold other countries accountable. Mexico, if you don't step up, we'll take every dollar of international aid away from you. And we'll t- tear the hell out of all your products coming through the port of entries. They didn't need us more than we need them. That's what President Trump did. I was in the Oval Office when he called the three Central American countries and said that you're, you're going to participate in a third safe country agreement. And if you don't, I'm pulling every dollar of international aid away. Trump was brief. What have we done in the past? I've told him we give millions and millions of dollars to these countries so they can create opportunity zones so people don't have to leave their country. And, he, and when he asked me how, it, how, how that worked, it doesn't work because money never gets where it's supposed to get. These countries are corrupt. He says, well, I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to give them a dollar. Matter of fact, I'm going to take money away. 
and it worked. The threat of Luther International Aid worked. So that's what we got to do. Hold the countries accountable or, 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 or have some sort of consequence if they don't assist. I want to ask you about the cartel side of this here in a second, Tom. But first up, this couldn't come at a better time in our society. I'm talking about Patriot Defender. As you know, our rights are under attack these days, and people can be targeted for political reasons. Wokeness, if you will, comes for them. And it can be very expensive. You can lose your job. You can have all kinds of financial problems that come from this. But Patriot Defender has your back. Patriot Defender provides a no-cost legal defense to protect your rights, freedoms, reputation, and your way of life. Speak about a school board meeting about vaccine mandates and suffer the consequences. Your legal defense is covered. If your right to free speech is denied and you suffer consequences, your legal defense is covered. Company is called Patriot Defender, and their website is PatriotDefender.com. Patriot Defender will provide both open and concealed carry self-defense, and your right to defend yourself and your family when you need to will be protected. They'll also provide IRS audit assistance. So if your business, your income, or your reputation are harmed due to the weaponization of government entities, plenty of that going on, Patriot Defender can provide you with a no-cost legal defense. PatriotDefender.com. I'm a partner in this business. I'm a member as well. I believe in Patriot Defender. PatriotDefender.com will cover what others won't to protect you, your livelihood, and your rights. Tom, how easy is it right now for the cartels to get whatever they want, people, drugs across the border? I mean, let's start with the narcotics side of this. I've got to assume that given the, the stresses on Border Patrol manpower, that there's more fentanyl and other opioids flowing across the border than maybe at other any time in our history. You're exactly right. It's not a coincidence in the in the three years of historic illegal immigration that's overwhelmed the border patrol that we have historic fentanyl overdose deaths. But the cartels have have operational control over the southern border. Think about that for a moment. The most powerful nation in the world doesn't have operational control of the border. The criminal cartels in Mexico do. And they prove it every day. They decide what comes in, where it comes in, and what comes in. And, and I talked to several Border Patrol chiefs that say they can what's coming through. They, one chief patrol agent used the term broken arrow. He says, I'm overwhelmed. I'm lucky if I'm catching 10%. And here's what American people need to know. When you create a crisis this big where millions of people are crossing, on, on average, on an average day, 70 to 90% of agents are pulled off the line, off patrol to process change diapers, make baby formula, make airport runs, whatever. So at least 30% to 10% of agents left on patrol. This past year, there was over a dozen times in Ego Pass sector, uh, Yuma sector, El Paso sector, where they pulled every single agent off the line, 100%. 100% patrols were pulled in to process. You, you don't think the criminal cartels had a field there with that? When there's no enforcement, where there's only 30 or 10% left, that's when they move the fentanyl. That's when they traffic the women and children. That's when they're going to move the criminals and, and the known suspected terrorists that don't want to turn themselves in and don't want to be vetted. That's when it happens. The criminal cartels will push a large group of 200 people through one area, overwhelming what's left on the border, border patrol agents. And that's when they move all the other bad things. And, and I testified two weeks ago in front of Congress, and you got Democrats keep saying, but most of the fentanyl smuggled through the port of entry. Wrong. Most of the fentanyl seized at a port of entry because every vehicle stopped. Every driver spoken to. They got a CBP targeting system, an intelligence database, which I can't tell you what's in it. But when you push that number, license plate number in, it may tell you this is a vehicle you may want a secondary and look at closer. But between a port of entry, when 90% of the agents are off the line, the criminal cartels are going to use the route of least resistance. 
the route where there's less enforcement, law enforcement officers, that's between the port of entry. So that is, criminal cartels have control of our southern border, and that's just scared the hell out of every American. Are you wondering how everyone's talking about Belize these days? Oh, boy. Belize is fantastic. It's fun. Imagine visiting a country that's just a couple of hours from, say, Miami, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, and you can enjoy a rainforest and white sand beaches in the same day. Belize is fun because you can float through caves down a jungle river, climb an ancient Mayan ruin, swim with nurse sharks and rays, cast for a grand slam, the ultimate in fly fishing on the flats, snorkel or scuba dive the longest living reef in the world or simply relax enjoy the beach bars playing live music and dance under the stars before uh you know the sun comes up and also have the best lobster dinner you've had in a very long time don't take my word for it go visit go check it out belize is amazing for so many reasons download your free belize handbook and guide go to belizeisfun.com that's belizeisfun.com Tom, uh, just thank you for your time. And tell us today, uh, where, where can people go to learn more about border, um, uh, border nine one one? Go to www.border911.com and look at what we're doing. Uh, we, I got, I have the, the the best team of border security experts in the world. Why? Because most of us created that secure border, the most secure border in lifetime, and, and most of us have spent over three decades doing border border control work. So come take a look at the team, a great team. It's a nonprofit. We're not looking to, no one's looking to make any money at this, but we're looking for people to donate for operational expenses. Because this team's going to travel around to, to battleground states to talk to people that need to understand, no matter what your opinion is on illegal immigration, when you get to that voting booth, you need to vote for border security because of the fentanyl, because of the terrorism, because of the sex trafficking, all those other bad things that happen because of illegal immigration. So we're going to spend the next 10 months educating American people that border security matters and make sure that's in your decision matrix on Election Day. Tom, thanks for your service to the country and uh, your time today. Good to see you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home, fall on tough times and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes. The families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today.
Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.